Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. How are you all? Are you doing amazing? I hope. I know I am. I have been away for these past few days. And to be honest with you, not super prepared for tonight's podcast, to be honest. But I wanted to come on here anyway and just talk stop in and share a little bit but I was away I didn't do any work while I was on my little mini vacation you know me and my my kids went to the shore down at the beach we had such an amazing time the weather was perfect I got scorched the first day (laughs) so I am like a red lobster well not so much anymore but Friday my face at the end of the night it like my face was pulsing all weekend and my chest because I was just got too much sun I'm just I have very sensitive skin because I'm Irish and Scottish so (laughs) I'm just not blessed with that golden bronze look of skin okay it'll tan out for a little while but they don't it never sticks around long But anyway, we had a great time. So I didn't really, I don't have too much prepared. But I think that it's such a common thing that so many people struggle with anxiety. And and this is what leads into a lot of um, addiction and stuff too. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. We can talk about how, you know, there's different kinds of anxiety. And we'll talk about ways to kind of ease our anxiety as well. There's definitely different techniques, things that I've done in my past because I know this topic very well because I've basically have had anxiety since the time I could remember when I was, I don't know, I can think back to five or six. I can't go any earlier than that in my, is that normal? Like how far back can you guys remember (laughs) from your childhood? I hear some people be like, yeah, I can remember when I was two. I'm thinking two. I mean, no, I can't remember that far back. Okay. But I I do have a little bit of memory from that time. And I do remember, you know, having a lot of issues. I didn't really realize what I was suffering with until my teenage years later in my teenage years. It's something that I hid for a very long time because I was so embarrassed about it. And just until probably these past few years, I started to open up about it. You know, I would, I don't know how long it's been, but I always thought something was wrong with me because it's embarrassing, right? As I know a lot of people out there have anxiety. There's actually 275 million people who suffer from anxiety disorders. And that's a worldwide and that's a lot and that's only those who've been diagnosed a lot of people don't go get checked out or they'll self-medicate and turn to 
alcohol or some type of a substance abuse to ease that anxiety, which becomes a habit and that habit becomes an addiction. I think what helps is starting to talk about it with other people because I do feel that it is something that is hidden. It's one of our secrets that we keep from the world because like I said, we feel maybe different or that we feel like people won't understand or that we're going to be judged. There are several types of anxiety disorders out there and we're going to talk about what they are. But it does help to really open up and find a safe person that you can open up to and you will be surprised that they'll share their story when you start to open up yours. And this is with anything, you guys, I've noticed. It's people connect. Like I've, I've said this so many times. People connect with stories. And whatever that story is for you, if you just start to talk to people that you feel safe with, they're going to get that and they're going to understand and they will open up, you know, and share their own stories with you. So it's quite lovely. And in doing this also, it helps to open the heart. Communication, having somebody to talk to, because I know I have a tendency to be this way as far as not sharing with people because I'm here with you guys. Like this is something that I do and this is a way for me to express myself because I don't really interact too much with other people. However, as of late, like I have had some connections that of new friendships that have been great and that's starting to get me out a little bit more like going to social gatherings it's been a good thing for me because I can easily just fall into this hermit mode because it's I'm content you know am I overly joyed I don't know I mean I'm always kind of happy I know that there would be a lot more joy if I had other people in my life but it's just that I have things that I'm focusing on and I don't mind where I am in my life but anyways I don't mean to you guys like I feel like I come on here and sometimes I talk about myself but it's only because I'm sharing it so that you guys can maybe resonate with me right because I know there's guys out there who are listening to this who maybe are also introverts or who are suffering from anxiety and they don't really have anybody to talk to about it and they won't see a therapist or they won't go to the doctor about it you know what I mean so that's why I always share because I want you to feel like you're not alone this is what I do and this is what I'm about right here babies okay so let's let's get into some of this First, let's touch on the differences between anxiety and an anxiety disorder. Now, everybody in their lifetime at some point is they're going to experience anxiety. You know, when you're getting married on the day of your your marriage or when you have to go up in, in high school or in middle school to read a report in front of the whole class and your face is turning beet red. <laughs> oh my gosh, I used to hate that. Or when you have to play in a concert or 
a sport in front of people or even meeting someone for the first time on a date, you know, we're going to feel anxious, which is like a sweaty palms, our hearts are racing, we're kind of feeling a little sick to our stomach and saying, well, why the hell did I just sign up for this? <laughs> and just tense muscles, your legs might feel weak. But over a certain period of time, these feelings will slowly dissipate. And you're soon feeling calm, cool, and collected again, right? Now for an anxiety disorder, there's going to be a lot of irritability, irrational fears, agitation, fatigue, uh, maybe sleep issues. You're going to have trouble concentrating, but mostly it's an intense thoughts, like worrisome thoughts that are relentless. You're going to have that excessive fear that persists and they don't go away. And this most of the time interferes with our daily life. I have had this happen, that I couldn't go out. I was afraid to go out because I was afraid of having an anxiety or a panic attack. And it does hold you back in a lot of ways. I had social anxiety. I had a lot of different, <laughs> I have OCD. But I was medicated. I was medicated for this and I hated the medicine because I felt like it was just putting a band-aid on the problem, but we weren't figuring out what the anxiety was coming from, right? Like what's causing the anxiety? So this medicine would slow my brain down and put me basically into a sleep mode. I had no motivation to want to go out and do anything. And I just wanted to sleep all the time. It just made my ass drag. And I wasn't about that. I didn't like it. And then I went off of it. It made me feel really funky in my head. And I'm not saying I know a lot of people need medicine because of certain situations of why they have anxiety to begin with. But it just wasn't for me. You know, what triggers anxiety a lot of times is, a lot of times it's unfortunate events that can trigger it. Um, there's relationship conflicts, financial difficulties can all create anxiety disorders, even health problems, a loss of a loved one passing away. And it can also arrive from smaller stressful situations as well. It doesn't even have to be a big event. When we learn how to self-regulate our emotions and our anxiety, we're able to deal with what life throws at us in a more constructive way, right? In a more gentler way. Instead of hitting and smashing into that bump in the road, we're going to be able to maybe just have a nice glide over it, right? Some of the types of anxiety disorders are generalized anxiety. And this is when there is consistent, constant fear, sometimes over everything. And most times it's from unlikely events that we, we construct in our mind that could happen. You know, I think for a lot of parents that have anxiety, we think of if something happened to us and we think of our kids, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there's so many different things that you can think of, but 
yeah for generalized anxiety and then there's social anxiety and this is feeling very anxious of the thought of just being around people but especially when you're in crowds when you're with a lot of people all these that I'm sharing with you I've basically experienced I think the social anxiety comes from a fear that something is going to happen that might embarrass the person and like I told you guys before because of my phobia remember I told you guys this when I was younger I got sick in front of a crowd of kids on a bus I was like really young and I think I've carried that with me you know you're so fearful of something horribly embarrassing like that happening again that has a lot to do with social anxiety because I know when I'd go out there's two things I needed to know immediately okay where the bathroom was and where the entrance and the exits were in the building it was the weirdest thing and yeah I don't I don't really have that issue anymore because actually hypnosis I swear helped me in so many ways phobias is another disorder and this is fears of a specific thing or a specific events something like that and because it's a fear of something there may not be signs all the time of anxiety until you become face to face with whatever that fear is right so this is something like heights or maybe you're fearful of snakes or you're fearful of whatever there's plenty of things to to be fearful of in the world I guess monsters <laughs> and then we have separation anxiety which is another thing I've experienced you know this speaks for itself especially as parents or children you know you fear being separate from them and when I was a child I did not want to leave my mom's side it's just it can also happen in very unhealthy romantic codependent relationships as well there's agoraphobia and this is fear of places and situations that cause panic helplessness and embarrassment so that's kind of similar to social anxiety I feel like this will usually agoraphobia usually forms after having one or more panic attacks and then you're just freaking out that it's going to happen again out in public somewhere if you've never had a panic attack count yourself as very lucky because it's very scary you feel like you can't breathe and basically you feel like you're gonna die it's it's literally the worst feeling and this isn't an exaggeration anybody that has had panic attacks will say the same thing and it, and it hits you out of nowhere you don't know what sometimes triggers it it just comes right out on out of the blue also OCD that's the obsessive compulsive disorder that's thinking obsessively over the same thoughts creating a a behavior like washing your hands constantly or you know doing whatever behavior over and over and over again this is something else that I've dealt with I've washed my hands over and over again because I was so fearful of germs but genetics and brain chemistry personality can also play a big role when it comes to anxiety disorders so there's supplements that could help to decrease anxiety and that's vitamin B vitamin C calcium magnesium and zinc 
even just taking a multivitamin can benefit people who have mood disorders such as anxiety. Now, I'm not a medical doctor, like I always say. Go go get yourself checked out by a physician and let them determine what is best for you. But yeah, it's really important to also get enough sleep. That's a really important thing to do when it comes to anxiety because when we're getting inadequate sleep, this can amplify the brain. I don't know, and it, it, it increases anxiety. And those who exercise vigorously or regularly are 25% less likely to develop anxiety disorders. So it's important to also move your body and exercise. Also, lavender is a really great way. It's a great natural soother. You can get it in humidifier, you know, for the oils. There's plenty of different sprays you can spray in your pillow. So that's something that would be really helpful as well. I think it's important that we take control when anxiety starts to hit. I know in that moment of fear and panic and you're feeling sick and you just, your heart's, you know, freaking out. I think it's important to ground yourself and to remember there's the ground, right? Your feet are touching the ground. There's three things that you should be sensing. Maybe your your feet on the ground, touching your hands, and your breathing. You are in control of your breathing. And when we, we feel a panic attack or we're feeling like we're getting anxious, it's really important to keep a slow breath. Because when we're breathing like like really fast, our brain's thinking, oh my gosh, something is wrong. Obviously, the brain is probably in that fight or flight mode, right? But we have to trick that brain and start to breathe slow so that it will say, okay, everything is okay because you're not reacting. You know, you slow breath and calm yourself down. Find ways to see what is triggering the anxiety. For me, a lot of times in my past, it was the people I was with. It was the environment that I was in that was triggering a lot of the anxiety in me because I am so at peace. Now, I don't experience the anxiety that I used to. So I know it was coming from an outside source. And for people also who are empathic, I'm an empath. So I can take on other people's energies, confusing them for my own. So when I'm out, that's why I don't like to go into big crowded places because I sense and I can feel other people's energy and it's overwhelming at times. That can happen from the other side of the world. You know, that person can be going through something, an anxiety attack or panic attack, and I can feel it if I'm that connected, right? So is this how empaths are? We feel people. We can read people and what they're feeling inside and what they're, uh, even sometimes what they're thinking inside. This is a very common thing for empaths is having a lot of anxiety. And mostly it's been throughout their life as well. There's also a great you know, meditation, you guys, is always good. It's again, it's the breathing, learning how to breathe, letting go of the stresses, right? Learning stress management, writing in a journal, 
what is going on in your day-to-day and maybe looking at all the things that maybe you're worrying about. What is the anxiety about? And say it's you have five things that you're so concerned about. Knock it down to maybe three, okay? So you have only three things that are pretty concerning that you need to deal with. Make that only three a day. And then really inspect those and see how you can change it to make that better as far as stress-wise, right? And there's also other ways to relax. There's, There's tapping that we can do that will take the attention away from the anxiety and it will be more focused on the tapping. I'm not going to get too much into that, but you can check this stuff out. There's also exposure therapy, like I said before. Now, when I was so obsessed and worried about getting sick, you know, the emetophobia, if you guys didn't listen to the episode I was talking to the guys about, I struggled with this my entire life. I was so fearful of getting sick. So what I did through this hypnosis that I had experienced as I would expose myself to what I was doing to the point where I was laughing about it because I was so fearful of doing it, of being sick. So I would have to imagine myself doing it over and over and over again until it was it became funny. And I'm telling you, that is what changed my outlook on that situation because it's completely gone now. And it's so weird because it's something that I really, really struggled with my entire life. If you have something, a phobia, this is going to help you very much so in, in that area, the exposure therapy. There's also, I understand people have to sometimes be medicated for these things, but meditation is a great thing. There's acceptance and commitment therapy that basically shows individuals things they're afraid of are natural and there's nothing really to fear. This is part of life, right? There's always cognitive behavior therapy. There's always mindfulness taking over your thoughts. You are in control. Your mind is not in control of you, okay? Your mind is not in control of you. And also lifestyle changes is really great. And of course, hypnotherapy. I can't express enough how powerful hypnosis is. And I don't just say that because that's what I do. That's something that I do. I say that because it's something that I've experienced myself. And it has helped me in many different areas of my own life. So that's a really helpful tool too for you guys. Just always remember again to go see a doctor, a professional that can do the proper diagnosis on you. If you're just having maybe mild anxiety, then some of these things that I'm sharing with you could help as far as just meditation in itself and getting a hold of your brain. I know when you're feeling in the middle of a panic attack, even for myself, it's really hard to pull yourself back in and it's scary because you just feel like you are so out of control, but you are in control when you tell yourself, this is just a panic attack 
or this is just anxiety and I have control over this. This cannot control me. I'm going to control this. I'm going to control the anxiety. And when you take your power back away from this anxiety that takes over, then the anxiety will start to subside. And then you'll feel completely exhausted. That's another thing with anxiety is you'll have an attack or some high stress anxiety and then all of a sudden you feel completely drained and you just want to sleep because you takes up so much energy. It's really weird. Anxiety is can be really debilitating. It's It sucks and I feel for the people that experience it. It's just part of life, I guess. And yeah, I don't know. But there's definitely ways to cope better. And exercising helps so much. It gets that extra stress out of the bodies. It keeps you more regulated in your emotional state, I think, as well. So that's it, guys. I know this was probably pretty lame and boring for some of you because <laughs> a lot of people already know a lot about anxiety, but I just thought it would be a helpful reminder for you guys to know that you're not alone and there is some, some ways to deal with it and cope with it rather than self-medicating or any of that kind of stuff. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Hopefully I can get another one out to you this week. But if not, then I will be back next Tuesday with something more prepared, more exciting, right? <laughs> we can only hope. I'm starting to lose my voice, so I'm going to end this now. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you will be back for the next episode okay guys take care sending out so much light and love to each and every one of you around the world take care guys